Welcome to the Beachy Moondoom Show, a ministry of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic Church in Newport News, Virginia. Well, you've had a busy day, huh? I have had a busy day. Yeah, me too. Feels good. Yeah, it does. I haven't thought of anything except what I'm doing, what's before me. Yeah. Which is good. I mean, I think that busyness can sometimes push out, you know, some of the noise, which might make contemplation, which might be the reason why contemplation is difficult. Yeah. Because it pushes out sort of anything that's, anything that's worrying me is gone if I'm busy. If you're busy. And you're saying that hurts contemplation? I I think that's why contemplation is difficult. Because when you're silent, all of the things that you're worried about come to the Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I would say there's a, like there's a difference between a busyness where every moment you have something that is within your focus. Yeah. But I and and then the busyness that is like I forget about God, I'm so busy. Like right. I think that's a right. dangerous kind of busyness. For sure. Like For sure. staying on task, getting things done, yep. provided they're what, you know, the Lord wants and you're not yeah. ignoring people or him for the sake of it. Can be yeah. a good can be For a good sure. thing. For sure. Yeah, yeah. It's um, nice. Yeah. So yeah, and you're right. With contemplation, it's like suddenly, you know, you've had everything to do all day long, and now you're yeah. Whoops. You know. Now you're you're quiet, and it's like in the quiet is when all of the things of of life or yourself kind of come to the forefront. Yeah, and um, demand some attention. <laughs> yeah. So what do you do? What do you do when that happens? I mean, you do. You have to. You have to take real steps. I mean, I think it's a training, really. It takes a lot of time and uh, faithfulness to prayer to to recollect oneself, to learn, you know, how to how to rein in all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe too, I've found that the more that I spend in prayer, the less that kind of stuff worries me. Mm-hmm. Not in the sense that it suddenly goes away, right? but that my concern over it changes. Mm -hmm. And so that when I do enter into quiet, when I've practiced quiet, right? When I do enter into quiet after a long day and everything's rushing in, it Mm -hmm. doesn't rush in to the same degree right? because I'm – my mind is not so preoccupied with it as it Mm -hmm. was before. Mm -hmm. Do you find that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. And because I think – because when you develop that habit of prayer – your mind becomes more preoccupied with God anyway. Mm-hmm. So when you actually get enter into quiet, what comes rushing in but the thoughts of right, God. Right, right. Exactly. And that just takes time. It does. For the Lord d- doing doing that faithfully. It does. But I think that the early stages of trying to engage with contemplation or to be quiet um, requires one to face all of the things that maybe haven't been reconciled 100%. Absolutely. And to kind of go through all of that, uh, and all of that takes time and effort, yeah. and uh, can in some ways uh, be more tiring than having a busy day. Sure, sure. And I think even if you are more in the habit, you still have those times where you're avoiding looking at those things. Because I know yeah. there are moments where you'll remind me, okay, I think that's something you need to take to the chapel <laughs> yeah. with a journal and start right. asking God. Right, right. And whenever I hear that, my initial reaction is, oh, no, I don't want to do that, right? Because <laughs> yeah. it means I have to face Absolutely. whatever is flooding in. And not only that, but it's easier to go around and try to find an easier fix. Yeah. Or sometimes even in our uh, talking about it, 
uh, we that in and of itself gives us a small fix and uh, taking it to somebody who can actually sure speak back sure but doesn't really <laughs> it doesn't solve it <laughs> no they can't how can they <laughs> right I mean right. they're giving probably good sound advice but yeah but at the end of the day it's between you and God yeah we've got to show up <laughs> we've got to show up and be with with God yeah yeah. Contemplation. I think that's a word that a lot of people think it's just not something for them. Right. I think, yeah, I think it's one of those words that people think, oh, that's for somebody else. And then anything beyond after the word contemplation just kind of goes out the window. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because it's meant for everyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Jacques Philippe makes that clear yeah. that, that we're all meant for that. And the saints did too. I mean, yeah. the great saints, the the saints who you know, reached the highest levels, mm-hmm, if you want to mm-hmm, call it, of, mm-hmm. uh, I should, levels aren't the right word, right. but who, who Degrees. understood it yeah. to, um, an incredible degree or experienced yeah, it for sure, said it was for everybody for sure. Which when I was first kind of embarking on the journey of discovering what contemplation is mm-hmm. and actually naming it, because I think throughout my life I had moments, but I didn't know exactly what it right. was. Um, and you and Austin kind of really helped uh-huh. to unpack that for me and put put words from mm-hmm. the saints, right, from yeah. your own learning and yeah, growth yeah, yeah. to that. And uh, and it really did. It was a kind of a shocker to me that, that contemplation was for everybody. Right. Uh, I distinctly remember a conversation I had with Austin where we were talking about it. And I said, I said, no, I think I don't think that's for me. I'm not. You know, I'm not to that degree of holiness, right? Right. Um, that I could that I could obtain yeah. that kind of gift. And mm-hmm. he was like, "Oh no, but that's the point. We're all we're all called to right. receive right. relationship with God, because that's what contemplation is, right? For it's sure. ultimately relationship with God, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not something that we attain. It's just something that we show up for. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, I think. Uh, yeah, I think that there has to be a desire. Um, to um, be with God, a desire to spend time with Him, and then to just come before Him, you know, as we would a friend, and you know, sit quietly. You know, any any good friend that um, that we have, there's always moments that we can just be quiet with them. Mm-hmm. You know, I think in the earliest parts of our friendship with people, or even our relationships, we spend a lot of time filling it talking because you know it can get awkward, as the kids say. You know. Uh, awkward moments of not saying anything, and that's just weird. But, you know, as you grow in relationship with people or um, even in friendship, uh, you don't have to fill the quiet with anything. You're comfortable just not saying anything. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I think that's the same that it is with God. You know, the 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 more we time we spend with Him, uh, the less you know we have to say, and and the more we just. Um, uh, allow him to, you know, tend to us without, you know, needing to fill the silence with something else. Yeah. Yeah. And it takes practice. Yeah. And it takes showing up. Mm-hmm. And I think another thing that I learned and that I'm still learning, right. Cause I, I don't know if it's just growing up in, in a culture where, you know, most of our needs are, well, all of our needs are met, pretty, yeah. you know, for the most part. And then on top of that, we have all the excess, right? For sure. And yeah. so I think for me, the hard thing that I still struggle with is that by giving certain things up, mm-hmm. contemplation becomes something easier mm-hmm. to uh, recognize and experience. Again, because contemplation is not something we do, no. right? Something God gives to us. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But if we're so distracted or we're so 
satisfied by worldly mm-hmm, goods, mm-hmm. then we won't like we're not open to it. Is that how you? Yeah, I mean, it? I think really ultimately, what do you, you know, what do you, what do you need, or what do you lack? I think that. You know, when when Christ points to the the poor, or when he points to a child, uh, it's because they, um, you know, they're vulnerable. They lack something, and there's a recognition in that. You know, um, so any anytime somebody's poor or vulnerable, uh, they they recognize they lack something, and then they're open to being able to receive it. Mm-hmm. But when mm-hmm. we're we're when we're sated with all kinds of stuff and full up, and to the point of not just having what we need, but to excess, which is a great many of us um, uh, are living in excess um, and probably wouldn't even think that we are. Mm-hmm. You know, we probably think that we barely have anything because we don't have the next greatest and best thing. And that's not even on the radar for what's really needed, right. <laughs> you know, right. but when we're sated, we don't have, we come before God, what do we need? What, what are we lacking? What place do we come and say, uh, I come before you and I need something. I recognize that I need something. Uh, I think we just can't, you know? Yeah. And then it's not long before the things of the world um, start calling to us and and uh, telling us that there's you know a better place to be and a and a greater thing to do and you know up we jump and off we scurry and then you know in, if I think in times in my life in the past there's been times where it's like and oh by the way it's not even worth it to go back there because it's just going to make you feel bad <laughs> so just keep you know what i'm saying uh-huh. so just spend some time not doing that right. you know and it's not long before you know if 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 one's really uh if one is really trying to uh be present to the lord to family to whatever where the lord calls them back to that same place i think Oftentimes, people are fighting between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to knuckle down and and spend some time with the Lord. This is clearly where my strength comes from. But then up oh, the world calls, and I've got to go back that way because this reaches a point where it's not doing it for me, mm. whatever it was, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so we do. We kind of play both sides of the fence for a bit, you know, back and forth, back and forth. Um, I think that's, you know, not necessarily a bad place to be. Um, but um, it's it's not a place of peace. Sure, it's not yeah. a place of growth. It's not a place of of um, you know w- a place where we can experience God's presence here and now uh, because we're just too divided. Right, right, and and we have that you know awesome line from Christ in Scripture where He says, "You can't serve both God and man." No, right. You, you can't, can't serve you can't serve God and you can't have right, it all right. in a sense. Have it all earthly wise, right? right? right like right. one or the other. And we do. We kind of ride that that trying to find that middle spot between right. You know the things of the world and God. Absolutely. And Where's I, the sweet spot where I can have them both? <laughs> right. And the reality is you can't. No, I mean, you Christ can't. Christ makes that very clear. Yeah, you can't. And I think I, I think the more that prayer becomes consistent and habitual, whether you're getting from it what you're looking for or right. not, you start to just let go of the world. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the Lord actually is doing something. So that's the good news. He really is there and he really is doing something. So whether or not, um, uh, 
you can, you know, write that down in a notebook and tangibly see where he's, what he's doing. He really is doing something. And so faithfulness to prayer, faithfulness to um, trying to recollect oneself, um, trying to uh, spend time with him, um, at least as much time as you give the TV. Right. You know, I mean, if your TV time outweighs the time that you're in prayer, there's a little bit of an imbalance. You know? yeah. I mean, seriously. Um, Ooh, challenging so, me, seriously, Tina. <laughs> I mean, seriously, how, I mean, it, so, so you should, I mean, you should spend time in it. If yeah. you do, the Lord is there. I mean, this isn't made up stuff. He isn't going to maybe do something. He will do mm-hmm. something. And it won't be long before those changes are noticeable, if not to you, to people around you. Right. And then after a period of time, it might be, you know, uh, you know, sometime down the road where you say, whoa, I think, you know, I think I even noticed some changes. Yeah. And and for sure, um, one will have experiences of God. Yeah. You know, uh, there will be, you know, uh, we're not there to uh, sit before the Lord and wait for some kind of miraculous uh, encounter to happen. Mm-hmm. But there will be moments as we're out and about of our day where we meet him, yeah. where we come in contact with him, because we're attuned to looking for him. And so we will find him, whether it's in our prayer in the Blessed Sacrament at home or in our family, our friends, or you know, places we go. Yeah, and then you start to grow in confidence that he is there for you. For sure. It's... Um, you know, the more that we think about Jesus, the more that we enter into prayer mm-hmm. with God. I, I mean, I've noticed that the more I realize, oh yeah, He's got my back. Yeah. Right. Because what do you I have do. to worry about? Right. What do I have to worry about? And uh, and it comes through that relationship. I mean, yeah. like anything else, right? I mean, sure. in, the, in the married relationship, the more time you spend together, yeah. You know, you meet couples who have been married for fifty plus years. Yeah. And they know they've got each other's back, yeah, right? They've been through sure. thick and thin, sure. thin together. And it doesn't sure. mean it was always roses, right? Right. But and I think that they, we do have some uh, and some, you know, some of those relationships get broken for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, some so, since some of those relationships, uh, we don't have each other's back, yeah. you know. But I think that in um, – but I do think that there are uh, – not every relationship ends like that. And in a good, solid relationship, no matter what the struggle is, at the end of the day, you are exactly right. You know you have each other's backs. There's certain boundaries that, that will not be crossed and that one doesn't have to worry about. You know, right. We might have this problem, this problem, this problem, but at the end of the day, we have each other's back. And, uh, and, and so you know, I think that's, that's the way you know, it is with God, and we can trust him fully in that. Yeah, yeah, and even you know, I hope that everyone has a relationship like that in their sure. life, so they sure. can they can see that. But even if you don't, right? Yeah. God still wants that with us, and right. God has proven Himself through coming, becoming man, and mm-hmm. dying on the cross. Right? Why would He do? Why, yeah. Why would He? Why would He do that if not for that right. relationship? So if, if you have doubt over yeah. His faithfulness, then just take some time and look at the crucifix. Yeah. And there's great fruit in that 
just contemplating mm-hmm. the crucifix, For the sure. wounds of Christ, what he did, why he did it. For sure. Um, that can, I think, increase confidence mm-hmm. in him. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, sometimes just real conversation with God can, in its in its own right, lead to a quiet. So I, I do find if I'm frustrated with something or um, not... Uh, you know, c- confused by something. If I go to the Blessed Sacrament and just, you know, out now, just tell God, you know, blah, 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 just saying it out loud or just speaking it before God uh, allows me to fall to s- a-, a silence with it. Yeah. You know, it's out, it's with Him. And um, and then I'm just, you know, I can be silent before the Lord knowing that He He has that. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that also speaks to the fact that different times in prayer are going to look different. For sometimes sure. it's talking through things with him. Sometimes yep. it's reading scripture and contemplating For him sure. in scripture. Sometimes it's just looking at the cross For sure. in hope and in mm-hmm. – um, and then sometimes it's complete quiet. Yeah. And that's – you know, some of that's what state we're in, but I think also a lot of it is what God is giving in that time mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And other times you're going to go before the Lord it, and mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. Or just be in combat with yourself the whole time. Yeah. Thinking about this, thinking about that, thinking about this, trying to come back, trying to come back to Jesus. And I think it's important not to get discouraged, right? Because the devil wants to discourage us for sure. One place he doesn't want you in front of the Blessed Sacrament (laughs) or in in silent prayer before the Lord. Right. Right. (laughs) And so I think I I mean I think there's a there's a few kind of quick takeaways Mm -hmm. in 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 growing in in the practice of um, prayer is show up. Every day, right? Show up and show up for more than five minutes. I don't think five minutes is enough. And I I really like what you said about (laughs) if you're watching more TV than spending time in prayer. Like to me, that's convicting because uh, I probably spend more time watching something or on my phone than I do in prayer. Right. uh, In all honesty. For sure. And, and, um, and so that's convicting, right? Show up, yeah. show up regularly and, and not just for a few minutes, like a quick hello. Right. And then I think, um. Silence. You talked a lot about quiet, right? Mm-hmm. Just being quiet, not yeah. having music on, not you know turning off the notifications on your phone, mm-hmm. just shutting shutting those things down. Yeah. And um, and third, I think comes to mind is sacrifice. Even if it's little things, start yep. giving something up. Yeah. Doesn't yep, have yep, to. Yep. I mean, maybe it's fat. I mean, fasting is such a wonderful thing, but maybe you're not ready for that. But maybe it's just sure. giving up a sweet one day. Yep. Or talking bad about someone mm-hmm. just one day, just yep. letting it go. Yeah. 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 And, and every day trying to find something that you say, I'm going to do without today. For sure, because I think it's in the letting go and the giving up of things that we make space for the right. Lord to work. Right. So, well, hopefully this is helpful and fruitful to others. I know that uh, I I have found great, great gifts by doing those things, by yeah. showing up, being in quiet, and letting go of certain things in my life to make space. And God has rewarded that. And I think he will reward those who you know, make that effort. For sure. I know he will. And uh, uh, we'll ask for Our Lady's intercession. Until next time, Our Lady Mount Carmel. Pray for us. Thanks again for tuning in. We would love for you to join the conversation that we started by sending us an email at vichimundum1633 at gmail.com or by connecting with us on Facebook and or Instagram. And while we love doing these podcasts, we really love hearing from and starting relationships with you even more. I also want to extend an invitation to you that if you like these shows and would like to see more produced by our parish, please feel free to support what we're doing. You can go to Our Lady of Mount Carmel's website and give online by designating your donation to Beachy Window. Monthly gifts are especially helpful. 
Finally, as a reminder, the views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the presenters alone, and they do not necessarily reflect the views of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Church or the Catholic Diocese of Richmond. God bless you, and we look forward to talking with you soon.